0: back to batting around we're a baseball podcast with me as always are my co-hosts jane i'm jane
1: and lauren yo (laughs) hey lauren lauren didn't miss a beat there
0: how's it going everybody
1: my life is chaos i'm in
2: chaos i like my computer updated and my discord wasn't on so i didn't know we were recording so i didn't do any prep so i don't know what the questions are and uh I have an e-bike now, and that's all I think about, and I didn't watch much baseball, and I don't like my job, and I haven't eaten today, and, uh, that's where I'm at.
0: Well, we're going to, we're, we're canceling our usual format, and Jane and I are going to administer some therapy to Lauren today.
2: Oh, God. Is this an intervention? <laughs> Is this a long, a long
0: plan? Lauren, get your shit together intervention? I am... Fundamentally unqualified to do such things.
1: Yeah, I'm in. I I have no moral high ground in that regard. <laughs> I can't do that.
2: It's true. We're all we're all like in in that proud demographic of millennials who are incapable of ever getting our shit together. Yep. It's never going to happen. We need to just embrace the chaos.
0: <laughs> um. So none of us paid attention to baseball this week.
1: Uh I watched Shohei Otani I did that start. too. Yeah,
2: I, I watched. Uh, showtime is always hundred percent of the time. Always uh, watching while he's while he's doing both. And
1: now for our
0: weekly segment, let's talk about Shohei Otani.
2: First time since nineteen oh one that a, a, a player has both batted leadoff and pitched more than one inning uh, to start the game.
1: Yeah, he goes two for two with a walk. He hits. He almost hits hundred and two miles an hour. Miles an hour on the gun. Uh, he gives up one run in four innings. Like, uh, yeah. Pretty sweet, like yeah. Spring train doesn't matter, whatever. Fuck it. It matters when it's him, like we said. King shit. Um, it's cool. Can't wait. It's exciting. This rules. Um, I can't wait to see, um, see see him this season. I can't like, believe you know, I'm excited
0: I... to watch Angels games. <laughs> yeah, it feels
2: weird. It feels very. It's an unusual feeling to anybody who's watched any baseball since like two thousand, the since before like twenty ten. Honestly, um, I I do think also it was like. The, Beyond the stat line, uh, he still had really good swinging strikes, uh, swinging this stuff. Uh, he mm-hmm. the really significant thing I took was actually that uh, he was locating his fastball much better. Like the previous starts that had been kind of an issue to start. First start, it was a more of an issue than the second still. So there's, I, I, I it seems like we're seeing real improvement in um, uh, which is what the you know is the point of spring training is to kind of put it all together.
1: Yeah. So there's our segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big fly Otani san or whatever we we're calling it. Um, in this, you know, fifteen minute chunk of time.
0: Yeah, I should probably listen back to what we said last week that this segment would be called because I didn't write it no. down.
1: Nah, no, nah, no, nah. No. That's not how we do things here, Steven. I you think should know that by now.
0: I think I said we were going to
2: call it Showtime, uh, which which we invented.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's we correct. Uh, mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah. This has it's been Showtime. <laughs> um, um, other than that. What else we got, dear? Do you want to talk uh, about
0: how much the Rockies suck or are we tired of piling on them yet? I'm not tired of I piling on,
2: but I'm some yeah. over it.
1: We've talked about it a lot on uh-huh. the show already. Um that there's a big article on the Athletic that's that really makes them look truly pathetic and horribly mismanaged and has has a lot of, you know, choice quotes in it like one's from an like there's one from an anonymous uh, rival executive that's like I hope you know he stays in charge <laughs> as, <laughs> as as long as you know or wants him to stay in charge forever, you know, that sort of stuff. But I don't know. I don't think there's a ton to talk about uh there that we haven't already hit. That horse is very dead. Yep. Um and it will continue to be dead and, you know, might not even break sixty wins this season level of dead.
2: that the horse is dead because it struggled to breathe at high altitude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it it succumbed to uh pulmonary edemia. Let's see other little news hits here. There I saw uh, I saw a thing with um Paul Dolan, the owner of the Cleveland Indians, saying it's it's just really hard to change your name. Um, we might have to wait another year because there's there's all the words in the English language are copyrighted and we can't do it. <laughs>
0: What is so hard about just naming them the Cleveland Spiders? Don't they have a... Don't they have... That's... That's... Come on! Copyright
2: law is weird. In, in fairness, copyright law is really weird. I don't know the details.
1: Yeah, I bet that they're just like, Oh, it's it's the Spiders, and people are scared of that. They're more worried about like people's weird little phobias rather than just being racist for a century. I mean, honestly, just call them the Cleveland baseball team. Like yeah. the
2: Washington
0: yeah. football team.
2: I think everybody's kind it's of fine. agreed that the Washington football team is like not bad. It's like in practice it kinda of works.
1: Yeah. No, it's totally fine. Just say Washington. Like a like like you know, most people who <laughs> have a little bit of shame, just call them Cleveland. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like just just players do that.
0: players can be referred to as Cleveland baseball players. Which just rolls off the tongue. I'll, I'll,
2: yeah, on the other fine. hand, uh, on the other hand, I don't know if I need a third uh, acronym using CBT in my life. Like the, the other two are already pretty.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that one got Steven really good.
2: <laughs> I, I promise I'm not that funny, Steven.
0: <laughs> it's been a long day.
2: <laughs> that it has. I'm with you there, bud.
1: I had yeah. I had a really I had a really long day too. I I like. I woke up and I didn't, you know, feel like making breakfast, but I made pancakes anyway. <laughs> um, I watched, I watched Twitch until about 11:30, and then I, I took a nap uh-huh. for uh-huh. a while. Yep. And then, you know, I was, I was out of, I was out of cigarettes and and alcohol, so I had to go to the to the liquor store before we recorded here. Go, go ahead and say. <sighs> I'm have to edit after
2: that. Give it, give it to the wage cucks. Co- just give it to yep. us. Wagey, wagey, you yep. a cagey.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna run out of unemployment here in the next uh, probably month and a half though. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be real rough. I'm but I'm right. I'm riding this high as long as I can.
2: No, absolutely. The neat life is a, a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, I mean before before my my unemployment, uh, I had basically been you know working full time or going to school full time. Some combination of the two. Like when I was going to school, I was still working 25 plus hours a week. Uh, and when i was in high school <laughs> even, i was working like 20 hours a week like i when i when i started that last job that i had for five years uh i finished a shift at my previous job and then flew out for the training for it so like <laughs> it's, the, it's the only times i've ever had of of uh of any sort of unemployment and it's been great honestly this fucking rules <laughs> like i hear people talk about when they get on when they go on unemployment that like Oh it's uh you know I'm, oh, I'm I'm so bored. I wish I just kind of want to get back to work. Like I never want to get back to work. This fucking <laughs> kicks ass.
0: Yeah, like I'm having a blast just not being not going into an office. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like I still I I'm still doing everything I was before but like just this small taste of freedom is just yes. uh I'm addicted it, to it. I It's I true. Need it.
2: I, I do not want to, it looks like I'm going to start having to go in the office more often now. And I, I'm not looking, I'm looking for different jobs because of it. I just want to working from home is so much better than driving into DC five days a week.
1: It fucking, it, Oh yeah. It fucking rules. Like even before I lost my job, like a week ago would have been like the, it would have been a year anniversary of um, the last time I was in an office. And the couple of months where I just worked from home the entire time, like uh, other issues with the job aside were fucking great. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> and when I was at that job, I worked from home as much as they would let me, which was two days a month. Um, but like, oh my God, it's so much fucking better.
2: And there's like the, the a weird thing of the pandemic that I don't think is going to actually happen is that people were saying like, oh, all the business models are changing and we're going to have, it'll be it'll be three, three days on, two days off at work. You can, everybody was going to love the freedom and the managers are going to, no, I think it's all, I think they're going to try to lock it all back down. I think there's going to be a huge push to just like, get back in the office and suck it up and forget it ever happened. And I'm not looking forward to it.
0: I'm going to fight that tooth and nail.
1: Yeah. All of those management types are like they are they are just dying to you know exert be control. fucking tyrants again, mm-hmm. to exert control and be tyrants again. It's why you saw all those articles like <laughs> throughout the pandemic of stuff like oh, well, you know, if you're not if you're not commuting as much That means you should be working more, right? Or like, oh, you don't have to commute. You don't have to be living in these big cities. We shouldn't have to pay you as much, right? Like they need to have, they always need to have something to get their like tiny little weird rocks off. It's fucking terrible. Like, I mean, yeah, that stuff is definitely, that stuff's definitely coming.
0: Yeah, I'm i going to refrain from telling my employer that I like, I got the first shot my first uh, shot of Pfizer over the Congrats. weekend. Hey, Pfizer Bros! And hell yeah, um, <laughs> I am refraining from informing my employer about my vaccination status for as long as possible because I no don't make me come in. I don't want to wait. In. In,
1: yeah, you wait until they ask you, and then two days later, you say like, "Oh, I just got it. Okay, it's gonna be a couple more <laughs> weeks until yeah, you know, right, like, yeah. until it's okay." <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I uh I was miserable as fuck at my last job and I I don't see how I could ever just go back and do that again. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I truly don't don't think I can do it. Fuck that. I think I might be able to get vaccinated like maybe next week. Oh hell I yeah. I might be able to get hell vaccinated yes. next week. You two already have like the first shot, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh man. It's it's getting warmer out here mm-hmm. like on, on uh on Sunday, yesterday. Uh like it was like really nice here and I was watching baseball and I was just like, Oh, it's going to make me act up. You know, like I can just, I can just tell that like, Oh, it's, it's, it's so close. Okay. I can taste it.
2: Absolutely. Steve, do you get yours Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Uh, me too. Yeah. It was, it was super weird. It was like, um, uh, it was like a weird, like kind of like, uh, am I the protagonist of the universe moment to literally get it on the first day of spring?
0: Oh, wow. Mm. I get like, Oh shit. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah.
2: Like, maybe we are the secret uh, uh, main characters in our lives.
1: Whoa whoa, 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 For sure. No, 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 no. Full Truman See, Show situation. that That's where you're wrong, because clearly I am the protagonist of reality, <laughs> and this has all been, you know, very testing on me, because I'm seeing people get it, and I haven't gotten it yet. That's, that's true. The, that's the struggle, you know, of the, the Act 1. So... Also, I don't think. No, no, no.
2: Also, it's not spring there for you yet, so you can still get it on the first day of spring there.
1: I can sit outside right now. It's not bad. It's fifty some degrees here. Okay.
2: Well, in that case, yeah, I guess you are just like a, a minor side character in our story.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we got some mailbag questions. We got a bunch of mailbag questions, and I only put out the call like a couple hours ago. Hell
0: yeah! It's because we're influencers. <laughs> and this is a wildly popular podcast with many rabid fans.
2: It's true. And it's true. And we love our fans,
1: don't we folks? We do. We love we love our fans.
2: Simply the best fans in baseball.
1: Alright. Let's start it off. I got the first question here. Um from Jagger seven oh seven. How long should a quote unquote rebuild take?
0: What are are don't they always take like ten years? Like fifteen years. Is that yeah. is that just not like <laughs> Like as a Phillies fan, from experience, they take about ten years.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Twins fan. You know, it's it's you know we're coming up on like nine years or something here, and before we finally kind of got stuff going again. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better part, better part of a decade, Mm -hmm. I would say. For sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: To answer the question, I think a little less tongue in cheek, um, because as a as a Diamondbacks fan, it's it's a continual process of not. No, 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 I'm not even gonna try. Uh, I think like there's. There's an argument to be made that I think there's no reason to ever rebuild, like, given how the game actually works in baseball versus yeah. basketball or uh, sports where one player can do a lot more. I think there's a case to be made that there, there's no excuse to ever rebuild. You should just spend a little bit of money and, and uh, field a competitive team. It, like, wildcard teams well, now are you're the talking World Series crazy. all the time. Uh, that said, I think uh, there's two distinct models of rebuilds. There's, like, the super hard... Uh, killer Astros uh, Cubs rebuild where it's like five to seven years of like kind of like fuck you you're, you're not going to have any fun at these games for a long time but I, I'm also really intrigued by the um, kind of the Brewers quick rebuild uh, that was like two to three years uh, that seemed a lot less painless and a lot more and you know obviously the Brewers didn't build the powerhouse that like the Astros had or, or um, uh, the Padres now have um, but uh, as a fan uh, of uh, from a fan's perspective, I think that shorter rebuild is is way uh, less of just a, a, a nightmare, um, and I think there's probably more like fan retention there that's mm-hmm. fairly important. Hard to say.
0: Yeah, it's it's less likely that you'll hit like the highs that the Astros and the Cubs did, but you're you're not going to hit those lows either. And and like mm-hmm. because we we constantly refer to the Astros and the Cubs because of what they did, but like it doesn't always work out. Absolutely. Like that. Absolutely. So, like, burning everything down for an extended period of time is a huge risk. And, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think it's worth it because, like, the Astros and the Cubs became world eaters. And uh, the Cubs have one world series to show for themselves. Now, granted, it's a really important blah, 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 curse, whatever the fuck, wank motion. Um, and the Astros have a tainted title and i mean they're still good they're going to be good for a while but the best baseball team does not always win the world series so no. like
2: i think I would, uh, well I, I think the most compelling case uh any any team could make is is that they they get to the playoffs every year they, they make a serious effort to get to the playoffs every year that's all you need you just need that you just need to get your foot in the door uh wildcard teams win it all the time nationals um uh, 2019 was the most recent one. And I think those tend to be really spectacular series, too. From a uh, perspective of the overall game, I think those kinds of series, uh, deep, deep runs are, are often way more compelling than, like, uh, the Dodgers are a juggernaut, and they're just gonna kick everybody's ass. Like
1: That bop. was such a fun run. That was, and it was a great world series. Like, mm-hmm. that was, yeah, that one was so much fun. Uh, yeah, and I don't think that there's just really any good excuse for the, for the full, full, blow everything up rebuild anymore, uh, like you should be better at development now. Mm-hmm. Um, there I- there are the market inefficiencies where you can, you know, build a team uh, of, you know, decent hitters out of platoon guys. Like, no problem. <laughs> There's the way free agency works. Like, it shouldn't be a problem to do that. You could go get, you could go get a, like a decent lineup today. <laughs> Basically, if you wanted to. It will not be hard to trade or sign for that. Absolutely.
2: Like, and I, I think there's, I think there's a case to be made that it's okay to uh, take a year where like, okay, we're, we're, we're really focused on rebuilding the farm system, we're, we're not gonna, I think that is way more defensible than, yeah, we're tearing it down three years, uh, three to five years, um, hard take. Mm-hmm.
1: That was good. That was good. All right, next question. I don't think me and Steve are gonna be an- able to answer this. I don't know if Lauren's gonna be able to, too, either, um, I should say. Uh, at Rowdy Burns 10 says, what's the best minor league ballpark experiences near Ooh. Los Angeles?
2: Ooh, near no, near LA. Um,
1: yeah, I don't have any experience that I've, I've never been to minor league ballpark that could be considered anywhere near LA. Yeah, oh, same. I guess, I guess Albuquerque is probably the closest <laughs> one I've been to. But, uh, Lauren, do you have, do you have anything to say about that one? I
2: have a couple answers. Um, I've heard that, I've heard the, where the pigs play is pretty nice, um, the real answer, though, is spring training. LA to Phoenix yeah. is a seven and a half, eight-hour drive. Um, it is absolutely worth it for a hardcore baseball fan to get out to Phoenix for a couple days in spring training. Um, obviously, you question about minor league, uh, but this spring training feels like a minor league game that's just like taken up to ten. I really can't recommend the experience enough. But you have the whole city there. Um, mm. Great, great restaurants, great food, easy transport. Easy to rent a car and get a hotel for a couple of days and just take in two games a day. It's totally doable and it's a great time.
0: It's a bucket list item for me.
1: All right. Yeah, I I definitely uh, would like to get out to spring training one of these one of these years. Don't go to Florida. Go uh, to Arizona. I know. I would even though the Twins play in Florida. I would probably I would go to Arizona instead. All right. Uh, next one. At confused comrade says, how many fights do you think the Pirates are going to get in this year? <laughs> Um, I think I talked about this on a previous episode. I think I put my over under at two and a half. Yeah, I, I think that that seems like the appropriate betting line.
0: Honestly, I would smash that over like <laughs> I think I would take the over hard.
1: also. And I mean, like there has to be like some punches thrown, some like actual physical stuff happen, not just like a bunch of guys. Not just, like, the bench is clear and guys run out from the bullpen and stand around. I, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, actual, like, someone gets hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think two and a half seems like the, the appropriate over-under. I'm,
2: I'm trying to think of the teams that have beef with them in the past. Like, um, obviously, the Cincinnati, Reds. The Reds. But I think yeah. the Phillies have maybe had a couple. And the D-backs also had kind of a couple, kind of a contentious relationship there for a couple of years. Uh, Didn't they fight
0: the Cubs, too?
2: I think so. Yes. Yeah. Have they ever been chippy with any AL Central teams?
1: I don't remember. I know they played the the twins played them a couple times last year and the twins gotten into a lot of like really chirpy ones because of sergio romo last year but that was mostly with cleveland Mm. and i think chicago i don't remember if any of that happened with the pirates but maybe
2: yeah i think two and a half uh, with i'd probably take you over two, but that two and a half i think is a really solid guess
1: yeah because it could just be two or Mm -hmm. one yeah no easy
2: Oh actually I have one more thought on this. I have one more thought on this. Yeah. Uh, it's very important that no one uh at the end of the season goes back and corrects us on this. Don't do that. Extremely okay. important. We don't care yeah. if we're wrong.
1: Don't don't go into your phone and uh you know, may, put go on your calendar and uh you know and put in a, a date to correct us. Don't do that. Um we're not interested. Okay. Uh at history bro says uh as a Rangers fan, what's the best way for us to film an ISIS style video with the <laughs> ownership group? <laughs> um I think I think you go um buffoonish, always sunny style. Um like in that early season the gang goes jihad, I think you go I think you go that style where um you have some plausible deniability that it's a joke if it happens. Um where it's just so so clownish. Uh, But, you know, I don't know. I don't know a ton about the Rangers' ownership group besides that the Rangers don't seem like they're doing too hot right now. Uh, And, uh, you know, maybe they'll fall for it and maybe you'll get what you want. I think think I'd have to know what your demands are here, what you're going to get out of this. Um, but I, I, suggest as your lawyer to go um, for plausible deniability. As your official?
0: This is official legal counsel. This is legal Correct. advice. Absolutely. We
1: have we we have more episodes than a lab now, so we uh, uh we are lawyers.
2: <laughs> uh, and and that all said too, I think um uh y- you're in a great position to do this. Um, uh, it's not going to be hard to find a desert compound out in Ar- outside Arlington.
1: All right. Great. Okay. Next one at chip swelly says, and this one is, this one's it's directed at Steven. I mean, I this is my friend. Is. So yeah. <laughs> at Chip Swelly says, given the opportunity to eternal sunshine, your fandom from your brain, what team would be the most appealing to you to hop onto the bandwagon? That's definitely directed at Steven.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know why I, I knew this. I, I knew this question was coming and I don't know why I didn't think about it until right now. <laughs>
2: Do you want me to give an answer while you please? stall? Oh yeah, please. Okay. Uh, while well, Steve was thinking about it, I want to say for the record that I think this is actually that is actually a great way to approach sports. If we could all sun eternal sunshine our minds at the start of every season and with like zero guilt, zero um, uh, any kind of like in, internalized oh I should be a fan of X Y Z team for whatever goofy reasons. I think it'd be so cool if we could actually do that and just like be totally on board with the Angels this year and the, you know, Giants next year, whatever the whatever the quirky fun team of, of the season is. Because that's such a great way to get into the sport and such a great way to enjoy the sport is to just not care about the fandom stuff and just, like, dive in.
1: It's more ethical in a way, too, to, like, follow players you like rather than, you know, be bound by a team, which, you know, you may not want to think about it this way, but does mean that you are rooting for an ownership exactly. group. Yep. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's it's really easy to say... Uh, right now to say, like, oh, the Padres, you know, or jump onto those those bandwagon teams. Um, one, given the opportunity, I don't think I would because it's a good time to be a Twins fan right now. Um, I think it's a fun team and they have a lot of fun prospects coming up on top of all of their other good players that they have right now. Uh, but I think, you know, I, I think I would use this opportunity to just go, like, full fucking dark side. And just be a Yankees fan for a year. Kiss the rings, it's, baby. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, it seems like it seems like they're having so much fun being like twenty-seven rings and just being like and just complaining about like, oh man, my hundred and five win team isn't like really awesome. Like, if they didn't win this year, like that seems fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think I go. I think I go with that. The Yankees.
0: Absolutely great. Great pick. So I had a similar thought to go full fucking dark side. But I didn't I like I didn't think the Yankees um cuz I front running is so foreign to me and like I don't know like I can completely excise my Phillies fandom from my brain and I don't think I would get rid of that like discomfort with picking the best cuz mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to pick the best that's not me that's not who I am if the yeah. one that I picked when it was bad happens to become the best then I will literally never in my life shut up about it <laughs> but I can't I can't get in on the top floor I've got to like start but I'm also thinking why don't I go dark side if all of my if all of my allegiances are neutral which is how I'm taking this this is framed as like I can get rid of the Phillies but then how I feel about all the other teams is the same no if I'm going like totally neutral on all of them I'm going to become a villain but Mm -hmm. I can't front run too hard but I also don't want to pick a shit team Mm -hmm. so I'm picking the Astros (laughs) Wow! Ooh. Wow! <laughs> wow! Because they're a good Holy team. shit! But also, they've got a chip on their shoulder, and mm, I yeah. relate to that. I relate very strongly to having chips on shoulders. Like I could, yeah. like if I were to pick a team that is the most fun objectively. I'd pick the Padres, but like that's boring because everybody's picking the Padres. If I were to pick a team that has like the most players that I personally like on it, it'd be the Reds. But like, who knows what the fuck they're going to do this year. So, ah, fuck it. I'm going to become the Joker. I'm going to become what I hate. <laughs> and I'm going to pick the Astros.
1: <laughs> I think another good approach to this is what is, is Lauren's um, would reference Lauren's spreadsheet of, you know, good places to live. Compared to how good their ballparks are. Mm. I think that could be that could be another good approach to this. But like if I'm picking I don't know, I think I think I just go Yankees.
0: If I'm picking based on where I want to live most. Yeah. And I'm excluding Pugins. Philadelphia. <laughs> um probably the White Sox.
1: Yeah, they're I mean, another one that I was thinking about too. I was like, I could easily do I could easily do White Sox. I still couldn't bring myself to go Cubs. Right. Um I would, yeah, I like White Sox was another one that I was that I was thinking of for sure. Mm-hmm. Dodgers is an easy choice, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, White Sox, White Sox would be another one for sure. Lauren, do you have an answer yet?
2: Yeah, I think. Um, well, my my dad kind of grew up between Kansas and Chicago, um, and there's baby pictures me in both Royals, Cubs, and White Sox gear. So I'd probably go Royals or, or White Sox. Um, yeah. That's it. I gotta say, Stephen, I when you were setting up for a talk about being uh, going to the dark side, I was really expecting to pick the Braves.
1: Mm.
2: Can you even, in this situation, see yourself doing that?
0: Fuck. No, I actually... I genuinely wasn't even thinking of it. And honestly, (laughs) the Braves would be my number two choice, right? Because they're extremely good, and they have a history of success, but also a history of pain. Like, I've got to have that pain in there somewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think... Go Mets! Go Mets, And I think what... (laughs) <laughs> the Mets the Mets are going to be good this year but
1: yeah I think but you, I it's think it's ground floor though it's ground floor oh. cuz we don't know for sure and like you know there's still a lot of questions around the Mets and like you can just go be like a stupid Long Island guy <laughs> or a stupid New Jersey guy like that's got to be fun that's oh, I, true. Do a, I, I, I do have do have a
0: bit on Twitter I I haven't tweeted about it in a while a, a bit about Bizarro Steven that's like a big New York sports fan and he likes <laughs> he likes all the New York sports teams that are the secondary in the city because yeah. it's like the has, Islanders l- the Nets like the I Nets. do, he has this like inferiority complex and if you're a New York if you're a New York sports fan it's
1: Mets Islanders
0: um I don't know anything about the other two. Steven, sports.
1: you should. Stephen, you need to move to just the Upper Midwest to the Great Lakes region because every single one of us has a chip on our shoulder about being in flyover country. You would fucking love it here.
0: No, but I like having a chip on my shoulder that I can then like bully other people you can still... with chips on their okay. shoulders. Like you don't want to be the bottom of the ladder. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm just. So, yeah, I'm shameless. I mean, think... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I think uh Astros Braves Mets are my one, two, three for uh just being a huge, huge piece of shit. Awesome. <laughs> but, but happy. But happier, certainly. I don't know about <laughs> happy. <laughs> if I wanted if I wanted happy, I would just go to the Yankees. Uh
2: i think this version of steven is such a great character like this this evil steven you've created is like he's been eating in restaurants for the past year he's like oh it's all it's all fake it's all bullshit i feel great i have a great uh, you know it's i I, i'm skinny i have a great immune system i'm fine you know it doesn't affect me at all
0: k-hive steven
1: Kate. Oh my god! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's some of the most cursed shit I've ever heard. That's dark. Oh my god!
2: That's, that's darker than the COVID denial.
1: That's going. That's you gonna be the episode title. Chain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the view is appointment TV, and you just talk about how mean Whoopi is.
2: <laughs> oh, this got dark.
1: Instead of doing thirst basement, you have uh, weekly Meghan McCain outfit, uh, <laughs> outfit updates. <laughs> oh, Trevor uh, Bauer's like, got some really yes, great slay. points, guys. <laughs> he's an intellectual. He, he's so funny. He's a very funny. smart guy. <laughs> you you have like fractions of shares of uh, of Tesla. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like not a full share yet. But you got fractions of shares. Oh yeah, I've got Dogecoin and everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting yeah. into NFTs now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you're tr- you're trying to turn the podcast into into NFTs, <laughs> but it's just it's just not. You can't figure it out quite yet. Yeah, we could have yeah we could have a whole bizarro version of this podcast. <laughs> oh god, actually oh, should, it would be quite. We fun. should do a
2: mirror universe episode. That we kind of started with we one should. almost. Yeah, yeah
1: we're,
0: yeah, we're, we're yeah. doing okay. we're we're doing the um. I'm a personal trainer
1: in that one.
2: <laughs> I, and I I care about batting average, like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all I'm right. that
2: I'm
0: that I'm that democratic operative that was tweeting about Kissinger fondly the other week.
1: Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we need we need to move on. This is too <laughs> we'll cursed. move on. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting no, too. No, first, dark.
2: no. I want to know first what you guys uh, Harry Potter houses are.
1: Oh, I'm a Slytherin. Oh. well... <laughs>
2: i was kidding i was not expecting it. that was dark that was evil lauren
1: this like... is improv here lauren i'm 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 <laughs> sorry, just it around i'm just saying the first one that comes to my, you're my right idea. you're
2: yes andy and i'm not you're right
1: yeah okay <laughs> next question this one's also a, a steven question at tony Quequeg says who is the cutest ball player And me and Steven were talking about this a little bit before. It's not hottest. Mm -hmm. And we've already kind of covered this in in an episode that we did last season. Um, I believe it's episode two. You can check that out. Mm The hottest roster episode. But not hottest. Cutest.
0: Yeah. So we were talking off air. And I, for my internal qualifications, um, two of the cutest baseball players that exist are Kike Hernandez and Mookie Betts.
1: But PK was my first, like, one that came to my. I'm my going head to disqualify
0: too. them for being too hot. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like, I'm looking, I'm looking for pure cuteness, and I have found three players who are all hot, but whose cuteness vastly outweighs their hotness. Okay, okay. all right, go for it. Uh, number
1: one, G Man Choi. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. great, great answer.
0: Number two. Bo Bichette. Okay. Okay. And number three, D Gordon. Yeah. Okay. Those are my picks. Did I have to uh, log into my Google Drive and go into an old <laughs> thirst basement spreadsheet because I couldn't remember who the fuck plays baseball? Yes, I did. Um, am I potentially overlooking some? Like younger players who weren't on my radar last year and who are like up and about this year, sure. But those were the three that jumped off the page.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I was. I wasn't sure about Boba Shed, but now I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and you're, I think you're definitely you nailed that on on cuter than hot mm-hmm. than hot. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Very very cute. Oh yeah. But that 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 bar is higher on the um, on the stat sheet for sure. Good answers. Very good answers. I take this very seriously, as you know. (laughs) Okay. I I think that that settles that. That wraps that one up in a nice bow. Okay. Um, Our last question from at Jallantown. Uh, Please rank the current third baseman in the NL East. I was trying to do this earlier, and I think at worst, uh, Bomb, is two right now. I don't know. I don't know enough about uh, the third baseman of the National League East to make this hmm. to make this call. This question, so I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you two coastal elites <laughs> will be able to carry me through this one.
0: This question is what clued me into the fact that Jake Lamb now plays for the Atlanta Braves.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't like
2: that. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah, Pablo Sandoval, which I also did not know. My baseball fandom toward the end of last season was at a critical low, and I was ignoring things for my own mental health. So you could th- that that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, honestly, Alec Boehm looks definitely one or two in this list that I have researched.
1: You want to give us some other highlights? Are there any any other ones you can? You can you Washington's can got Carter Keboom and Josh Harrison.
0: The Mets have JD Davis and Jonathan VR. Um, and Miami has Brian Anderson and John Birdie.
2: That is a really good question because that's a fascinating position this year. Just a lot of guys who could be, like, are, are or were really highly touted prospects, um, but haven't really figured it out yet. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a really good question. I think you got up like a boom at the top. Yeah. He just has the biggest track record. He was really good in 2020, and none of the rest really were. Oh, that's not true. Brian Anderson was good, but he's he's the only one that's like an established guy. Um, huh. Yeah, I do like... Bomb at the top, then probably Brian Anderson, because he's the most established. Um, mm-hmm. Then maybe J.D. Davis. Then Austin Riley and Carter Keboom were both like kind of struggling. I believe in... Kiboom more, but maybe that's just because I, you know, by the right by the media market here, I know a lot more about him. Good question.
0: Totally. Yeah, I have no input beyond my gut feeling because I I barely know most of these people. Mm-hmm. It, like how they're currently doing.
2: A couple of those guys could be a couple of those guys could be superstars a year from now. It's like it's super possible. Boom, Kiboom or um, Riley, I'll just like take off. Cuban um, maybe the wild card there, but he also maybe has the highest ceiling.
1: All right, great, yeah, great question. I wish yeah. I was more um, capable of answering it, <laughs> um, but you know, like everything is biased towards these coastal elites here. <laughs> yep. Um, us flyover bumpkins. Right. I'm too. I'm too busy um, picking out the best uh, piece of straw that I'm gonna pick my <laughs> teeth with uh, to learn anything about you know the National League East. So um great questions though from everybody it felt yeah. good we haven't done mailbag stuff in a long time this was this is very fun yeah i missed i
0: missed our um our conversation with the people
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: very very important to be cl- uh clued into uh the masses
1: interests this is how we give back to the the hundreds of folks that are that are listening to this hundreds every week. hundreds in the severals of hundreds that listen to this every week, which is pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. And not we, not making a
1: joke there. I think it's very cool. Yeah.
2: And, and we try to do what we can. You know, the, uh, the mailbags, the gentle kiss on the on the forehead every night before they go to bed. You know, it's the little things that really add up. and uh, I, mm-hmm. I think that we give them value uh, beyond just a, a, something to listen to on the way to work in the morning
1: yeah look out for our patreon where uh you know you'll i'm gonna be giving stock tips <laughs> and uh and hustle i'm gonna teach you how to hustle that's what <laughs> mostly our Patreon's gonna be mm-hmm. when we when we do finally make one um so look at look out for that uh great all right great stuff uh what are you two doing this weekend do you want to watch little big league i'm down i'm in all right well let's do saturday saturday nine o'clock central ten o'clock uh, Eastern on twitch.tv slash Jane Aust. We are going to be watching Little Big League, uh, the story about the little boy that inherits the Minnesota Twins. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, that's what I've been doing on my stream is I do uh, like watch party sort of stuff. Um, very fun. We had Murder Brian. I had Murder Brian on recently. We watched the 2006 reality show Supergroup um, about uh, Ted Nugent and Scott Ian. And Sebastian Bach making a uh, super group. Uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. So yeah, stick like st- so. Check it out Saturday night. So nine o'clock central.
2: So am I under- understand that you've had other people from other podcasts on before us? Yes. Hmm. The- yes, hmm. I have. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay, that's where we. Okay, mm-hmm. that's where we are. I see
1: noted well thank you. <laughs> that's that's batting around for the week uh send us mailbag questions i'll put the i'll put the post out earlier for it this time around and keep calling for questions throughout the week but that was super fun uh thank you for everybody that sent those in and uh we're back this is this is two in a row this is two weeks in a row i I thought it
0: was three weeks in a row
1: but like two weeks in a row on like this on this early in the week schedule Ah uh, yes. yes. <laughs> you know but it's basically three weeks in a row but Baseball's yeah
0: it's almost here folks yeah
2: we're locked in. Yeah. This is spring training for us too and we're we're really we're really buckling down yep. and locking
0: in. Best shape of our lives. We got
1: yeah, we got one more we got one more week of spring training left. Uh, we're going to see if if Steven's going to make the opening day roster or not. <laughs> but uh but we're <laughs> we're we're working it out. We're working out the kinks. That's why that's why Steven got to do the the main host duties this week is we're we're really giving him a shot to shine. I think he did great. He did a great job. Right in All right. to tell us how I did
0: he did yeah, yeah. I actually,
1: let us know how you think Steven did
0: uh, under no circumstances no. should you actually do that
1: <laughs> under no circumstances are you to criticize us uh, in you know in, in any way we accept
2: praise and no, no condemnation
1: right praise praise okay thanks
2: for listening everybody